Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Um, Raymond? Yes. Nobservations. I'll go to Nobservations if and when I want to go to Nobservations. These. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Are knobs. Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs. And this. Have a nice fight, Mike. Off. Is Nobservations. And. We have observations in seconds, and then following the observations, everyone's favorite, did it happen in Florida? But before we get to Raymond and any of it, I got to let you know that you're listening to DNR 9870 SPNWEPN-FM in New York. Thank you, Dave. Oh, thank you. I'll uh, I'll start by scratching a little bit of that NFL itch for you right now. Uh, you're familiar with the it's, work. It's like of, a rash. I love the NFL so much. <laughs> you're I'm familiar, so itchy. You're familiar with the work of uh, Aiden Diggs, aren't you? Of course. The the son of loves uh, Dak Trevon. Prescott. Yeah, loves Dak Prescott. Loves his uncle uh, Stefan. Love and and the kid. He's got opinions. He's he, he, and he'll go off on anybody. And it's, it's been a tad proven. obnoxious. It's it's been proven. <laughs> Based on this uh, latest video from the NFL that they posted on Instagram, uh, here's young Aiden telling his dad, well, he got cooked by uh, Terry McLaurin. That was my only bad game, bro. Who was your guard? Terry McLaurin. No, you got cooked, man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You got cooked. You saw it? Yeah, bro. What I watched did? the highlights. He scored three touchdowns on you. And what he did? And you tried. You was trying to tackle him, but then he just ran past you. What was his celebration? It was like a hug, something with the teammates. He really um, scored three touchdowns on you? No. Yes, he scored one. Are you trash? <laughs> 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 Who tried you on? Huh? Yeah. You was just on the side. Now you turned against him. Or you just being honest? Being honest. I feel like Dave could appreciate. So he's that. an on, he's an honesty broker. On, on the one hand, he's an honesty broker, yeah. but on the other hand, like who, what, what uh, child, what, what elementary age uh, child is talking that way to his father? He, he's very cute, though. How much of that he's do you think is the cameras were rolling, though? You think I got, they kind of coached I, him. I got to tell you, the kid's a star since since Hard Knocks a couple of years. How ago. old he's is he now? He's got to be like eight years old in that range. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's not tremendous respect you're showing for your dad there. I'm calling him bro. Yeah, bro. You, know. you got you got cooked, bro. You got yeah, cooked. If you called your father bro, you get one upside the head. Dude, smack it's, the you know what out of me. It's a different generation, different time. Uh, we'll stay in the uh, family faction of the NFL, and you know a lot of that family stuff's been negative, but uh, I think Dave will find this one to be positive, even though it's. Uh, well, I'm weighing it. It's it's there's good because I think Dave can relate to this uh, level of commitment. But also the other hand, well, it's it's Eagles related, so yes. I don't know. How, well, well, you 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 know uh, the Kelseys. Yeah, she won't wear uh, anything Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. This, yep. is, this is Kylie Kelsey, mm-hmm. the, the wife of Jason, which is the Eagles center who 
may not be the Eagle Center much longer. But So I'm, I'm assuming that they met while he was in Philadelphia because she is an Eagles fan, died in the wool, and and she's not backing down. And she, and, and she's, died in the wool, died in the wool. No, I, I think you can go died in the wool. Yeah, died, yeah okay. whichever. But but you know she's not like uh, she's not like her, her brother-in-law's girlfriend. She's not going to change the outfits because I think Taylor was an Eagles fan at one point. But uh, we won't go there. So here she is, Kylie Kelsey, on Kelsey Prime Video, saying, "Right, if if Jason Kelsey played for another team." She's not wearing the gear. I am like an Eagles fan to the extent of like, if Jason ever went and played for another team, I would wear Kelsey. I would not wear another team's stuff. Like I've thought about that a number of times where like I just, I couldn't do it. It sounds terrible. Travis was in the playoffs one year and the Eagles were not. And so we went to a playoff game in Kansas City and I was like, do I have to? (laughs) But like Trav knows that. Like I always want Travis to be successful. Obviously always want Jason to be successful, but like I can't, um, I'm not gonna be out here like doing the Chiefs chop, whatever that tomahawk thing, no. I love that woman. (laughs) She's loyal, even though she's an Eagles fan. Yeah, but you know what? At At least she's strong with her convictions. Like she has her beliefs and, and she stands by them. Uh, and this is why I said you would like this. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I love that. I'm not doing that Chiefs chop. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see this Adrian Peterson story pop up on uh, nope. the, the social Yes, yesterday? I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this was kind of disturbing. So I didn't hear it though. So you got the audio? Well, yeah. So okay. there were various reports popping up on social media, mostly Twitter, uh, indicating that uh, the former NFL star was selling off memorabilia and trophies he earned during his time in the league during an estate sale in Houston, nearly a 1,000 items. Currently available for bidding on a website under the headline, Adrian Peterson Final Auction. Some are prestigious trophies, including his 2012 MVP award. Other items include various game balls and signed jerseys. Uh, So that started picking up steam later in the day and uh, got to the point where Adrian Peterson actually got on the socials, a video, and he said, no, 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 this is not true. I'm not broke. I'm not selling my stuff. I want to clarify our recent rumors and media reports and a state sale company without my authorization included some of my trophies in the sale, despite clear instructions to leave personal items untouched. I did not authorize the sale of any of my trophies, and I will be taking legal action. Trusting this company without supervision was my mistake. We allowed them to go into several of our storage units with clear instructions. They clearly did something unlawful. I want to emphasize that I am financially financially stable. It would never sell off my hard-earned trophies. Lady followed up and said he will be taking legal action. That was um, such a written statement. Yeah. Well, clearly it's written. No, I know, but it's like, I I mean... Does he need a written statement? Why is this happening so much? Like all these, you know, like the Tyreek Hill, remember, like he's getting divorced. He's not getting divorced. Right. Remember that whole thing? And then it's just, how do you mess all this stuff well, up? Well, if, if if it's as the players say, that, then that just means they're not reading contracts and stuff. They're just signing stuff over without going over. Well, they're just like, yeah, there's no attention to detail, right? But could you imagine that? If, if he was not made aware and then he just sold all his stuff? He gave it to like Paulie? But, but wouldn't, wouldn't you like Rocky five? make sure... That okay, like the Heisman, and, and the, like you don't touch that stuff. But I, I guess when you have that much material wealth, it's easy to probably lose track of. You're not on top of everything, right? I, I, well, somebody should be, like somebody well, so, in your camp should. But maybe you're not on top be. of and, them. And, and, you, and you brought up a good comparison, pa- Paulie and Rocky. So yeah, that's a uh, that's Bert, a good the late Burt Young. Late Burt Young. Yeah. yeah, the late Burt. I was uh, watching. There was a Rocky marathon. I was gonna say the same thing. How about that? Yeah, I watched a little two, little three. I saw the montage in Russia in four. 
Oh, I missed the yeah. montage with the log and the falling in the snow. Because and it was running on, past the horses. Because it was on where, HBO. Where were they uh, HBO. Okay. HBO two. Yeah. And then I went on like the HBO the West Coast two one, went, like the West Coast I Open. Know. So then when I went back, I, I he was given his if I could change, you could change. If I Everybody could change. change. Everybody okay. could change. Real moment of clarity here. Take a second. Best Rocky in your mind. One. The original. See, one, this is blasphemy, but I think it's fair. If you watched one now, it's a bit boring. It's a, it's a serious well, it ta- it art takes, movie. Yeah. It takes a long time to the, get to the The franchise city. changed considerably. Well, it, it changed it from like a legitimate movie to we're trying to get blockbusters, chi- right, children. Yeah, exactly. action movies. Right. Like, I, you know, like three is just like... Three's Clubber Lang. Yeah. yeah. Three and four are literally those like movies where... One and two are great films. Then it, then it you know changes of what it was i've always thought the two was extremely underrated i love to yeah but then like i saw it again yesterday like when he's doing the running scene in two, like with all the the whole city and the kids like that's, following, that's a little like, cheesy that's what i mean that's like that was maybe the jump the shark but moment for the a, series uh, like jump it's the a shark. little boring if, if no, anything, it's a it's, serious movie yeah remember yeah. that's an oscar winner like how many oscar winning movies are boring a talia shire's brother any idea? Francis Ford Coppola. You see, he's, he's such a Talia, talent. Talia Shire's son. Yes. Talia Shire's son. I should know this. I should know this, too. It's uh, it's not it's not Nicolas Cage. No, that's, no, think, that's the cousin. cousin. They're yeah. all the same family. Yeah. Right. Talia Shire's son. Last name, not Shire, obviously. It's Coppola. No, it's not Coppola. No, she has a husband. A husband and the father of the child is. And I'll know this when I hear it, won't I? Yeah. Who is it? I think his name is Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman from yes, the actor that was in um, his breakout role uh, was, was Bill, Bill Murray. Rushmore, right? Wasn't he a movie with Bill Murray? Rushmore. Yeah. And all those Wes Anderson movies, like That's Rushmore. That's right. I did know that. How about that. That's nice. See what we do? Yeah. We laugh, and we learn, and we educate. This is what we do. All right, Raymond, continue. Have you guys uh, kept up on this Doc Rivers, J.J. Reddick saga? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's becoming <laughs> so, a little bit dramatic now. Yeah. Uh, a little bit dramatic. I mean, it's got it all. It's got uh, Doc Rivers in, in denial about a bunch of things, J.J. Reddick on attack, ESPN on ESPN crime. So uh, Doc spoke out over the weekend about taking the uh, the Bucks dro- job, and here he is on SiriusXM talking about the Bucks firing Adrian Griffin before he took said job. Personally, I, you know, I, I'll be honest, I, I told our owners uh, when they called, I said, I think you, I don't understand why you're doing this, you know, um, and they said, you know, one of the things they said was, well, it doesn't matter, We're, we've done it now, and um, we, we, we want you, and, and so that was a tough one, I didn't, I, that was, that's where you had the hesitation. You'll remember that Doc, uh had the ESPN uh, play-by-play job for the year. It wasn't play-by-play. Well, I was analyst, I right. should say. Doc this always sounds like he's been yelling for the last 14 hours straight because he always except, sounds hoarse. Except this will, he this sounded will like that you. for the last 14 years. Yeah. One of Doc Rivers' like inner circle closest friends. Any idea? I feel like this is another one I should know. I don't know that you know it. Give, well, give me a clue. Like You love this guy. Love this guy. LD? Larry David. Really? The two of them are thick as thieves. How? I don't know. When he, when, when I he don't was know. a Nick, maybe? Like in New York? I don't know. Possibly. But thick as thieves. All right. Like well. like like Doc Rivers would get, you know, previews of, of Kerr before anyone else would see you, it. Like, you, you know this. Well, I'm trying to think. Yeah. What former NBA guard had a Kerr 
cameo. Season four, because I just got done watching it. I, I'm sure it was I know. It's a great it, scene. Uh, but I don't remember. With him it. and Richard Lewis in the men's room. Richard Lewis is very funny. I feel like yeah. we've done three trivias in this. Yeah, well, he's got, he, you so know what he far. does now? He's got to one up me. Every time I come with a piece of knowledge, he's got to be like, well, but do you know this? At the urinals. Do you remember? I don't remember. Muggsy Bogues. Little oh, Muggsy Bogues. Nice. They were staring at his thing. Yeah. Yeah. At any rate, J.J. Reddick. Tyrone. You know. Tyrone. Yeah. Doc's first name, you know this. Glenn. Correct. We know that. One or two ends. Two. Correct. Where do you go to college? Marquette. Nice. Oh, what does his father I, can, do? Can I talk? <laughs> what does his father do? Auto mechanic. I, I, oh, he's keep, a cop. I right. keep waiting. <laughs> Ray, go ahead. Go ahead, Ray. You sure? All right, just being sure. Uh, JJ Reddick, here he is calling out Doc Rivers on first take. I've seen the trend now. I've seen the trend for years. What's the trend? The trend is always making excuses. Get Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. It's hard. We get it. Just like getting traded in the middle of the season is hard for a player. We get it. But it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. They lose to Memphis. Oh, it's his players. Memphis was playing G League guys and two-way guys. And then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that. There's just no. <laughs> there's never accountability with that guy. Mm-hmm. In response, Doc's current player, newly acquired Buck Pat, Be- Pat Beverly, took exception on Twitter. This man, Doc, actually saved your career, started you when no one else wanted to, and you retire and go on TV and say that, at J.J. Redick. Redick replied, Pat, my guy, I had a four-year offer with player option for the same money to be a starter for a different team. F-O-H, I'll let you figure out what that stands for, quote, saved my career. Oh, but wait, there's more. Here's Doc's son, Austin Rivers, on the NBA Today responding to J.J. Reddick. First off, I don't feel responsible for my dad. He's a grown man. He could do his own thing. Uh, but in this regard, I just simply don't agree with it. For someone who's not accountable, he seems to always be held responsible, considering he's the guy that's always fired when things don't go right. <laughs> he got fired in the bubble for a 3-1 lead versus the Denver Nuggets, which in half his team didn't want to be there. They had players saying that their mind wasn't there. He had guys leave. That happened. Then he gets fired for losing to a team that was favored over him, which was the Celtics last year. It seems like he's always responsible. It's just it's strange coming from J.J. And I have some love for J.J. You're my Duke you know that you're my bro. I love you. <laughs> it's just your best years were with the Clippers. I don't think he saved your career. I appreciate you, Pat. But I don't think this just seems a little bit weird. They're 3-7. They're and seven. Dame's missed most of those games. Middleton's missed a lot of those games. They haven't even had their full team yet. We'll see what happens. The pressure is there. They do have to perform. But in terms of accountability, like what, what are we doing here? Your best years in the NBA were when you played for him in the Clippers. Let's not forget that. I don't know if there's like frustration there or there's tension there between you. I know a lot of times we had to sit you towards the end of the game due to defensive reasons. But you had your best years as a starter there, especially our whole system was drafted around you because you're a shooter. You're not a guy who could put the ball on the floor. You were a strictly shoot guy. You're not like Clay Thompson or Steph who could put the ball on the floor. You were a guy who could catch and shoot. And you did it at a high level. Hell of a career, by the way. Big fan. But your best years were under him. It's just very ironic and kind of weird that you have this energy towards him in terms of him never, ever being accountable, considering he's always been responsible. That would be my response. I appreciate the NBA filling the gap between All-Star and uh, games playing again with, with all the drama. I, I'll tell you what, Austin Rivers has a few future in this business well one thing too that he you know i know he was look he's sticking up for his father he should that's what any son should do but he also you know he was making all the excuses as to the teams that got bounced or whatever he kind of conveniently left out what happened the year that they lost to the hawks as a heavy favorite as the one seed in the second round with philadelphia in 21 remember after atlanta beat the knicks they went in and beat philadelphia oh, they keep i mean you, you talk about in other sports but they keep recycling him over like is there anything you think exci- he's a hockey coach is there anything exciting about doc rivers no, but I, I, Stephen A. said something because I saw the clip circulate. I don't know if it was on one of our shows or whatever. Uh, and I agree wholeheartedly 
if Milwaukee does not win this year and next year, you're, you're going to give them at least a full season, this year or next year. Right. That might be the last time Doc Rivers is an NBA head coach. At some point, it's going to have to be, right? Who would hire him at the, again at that point? You say that. How many chances has he gotten, though? Well, plus now we already know that he's got an in back in TV. He'll just do that stress-free, make a lot of money. Right. Although I wonder if, if you're going to bring him back to TV, yeah. do you worry that he when he gets another job off, he'll just up and leave you again? Like, is that something that has because to be I don't taken think he's into another, I don't think he's getting another job off. All right. right, would you? I don't know why they were so desperate to bring him in now. It's weird. No? Because he's not that far removed. I mean, look, he's not an awful coach. No, I, I don't think he's... But I, I'm not firing Adrian. I mean, they were 30 and 13. Basically, look, the Bucks decided just don't get in the way. Don't screw it up is what they're saying by hiring Doc Rivers because you have these unbelievably talented players that are essentially running the show. Well, you know what? 10 games in, and it's a small sample size, he's not done a very good no, job. They've, defensively, they've been a little bit better, which was the chief thing against Adrian Griffin, but offensively, it's like they're going backwards. Right. I will add this one last piece of detail. Here's Pat Beverly on a pod called The Rights to Ricky Sanchez. I don't know. What, what does that mean? That's, no the, that's the podcast that the dude who used to be in charge over at the other station does. Ah, uh, I see. Remember, I because remember that one oh, draft? So, yeah. So, so, yeah. I, With I, the 76ers, I I Ricky Sanchez was traded like 100 times, and so it's a running joke. I, 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 I knew there was some sort of uh, it was a basketball. guard. Yeah, yeah, he was a basketball. Go, go up on Basketball Reference and look up Ricky Sanchez. Well, well, he was well, traded I'm like... thinking of Pepe eight. Sanchez, who played with, with Temple. Temple, correct. This is Ricky. Anyway, here, here's Pat Bev. Uh, on that pod, and what he told Tobias Harris actually is the biggest difference between the Bucks and the 76ers. He's like, yo, what's the biggest difference? I'm like, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to win. It's not about stats. It's not about numbers here. It's not about who gets the ball. Everybody here wants to win. So, okay, let's see. But if the Who Bucks, is that? that? That is Pat Beverly. Okay. So, I mean, we'll we'll see if that actually comes to fruition in that in terms of that championship that Milwaukee has to win where Doc has to just stay out of the way. Yeah, Ricky Sanchez was traded four times. I don't remember well, him at well, all. Here's the thing. Here's the, the gag. He was drafted in 2005. He was never played a game in the NBA, but he was traded as recently as oh, 2013. So he never played in the NBA. Think about it. Drafted in 05, traded as recently as 2013, right. and never played in the NBA. That's wild. Um, so he never even came over to the States. Um, apparently not. All right. And he's played it at, you know, such powers as uh, the Idaho Stampede, Cangrejeros de Santurce. What was that last Santurce, Santurce. Santurce, Regalas Corrientes, Atencieses de Manata, Aquimes Mar de Plata, Captaines de Recibo. He's going way over <laughs> He's just the making, the he's accents. literally making things. Really? Real Estile. No, I think these are real teams. Yeah, they're all real. I you think, think these I are can... real teams. Were you wrong on that? Because I just want that to play on a loop. Fuerza Regia Monterrey. Come on. Oh, yeah, these are some of his greatest hits. He's a two-time BSN champion. What's BSN? I don't know. Four-time we'll BSN All-Star. We'll look that up. In 2011, he was the Find most improved the player in the BSN. I was debating whether or not I was going to actually put this one in there because I saw this one circulating on Twitter and everyone reacting to it. And it's clear to me, like, it really looks to me like the guy is trolling. But mm -hmm. you saw this this clip of Giannis at the podium at All-Star Weekend, and he said this. I just, in general, do not watch basketball. So stats, highlights, how people play, I have no idea. And I, I love it, you know. 
I love when I go to the game. I have no idea who I'm playing and what they do. Makes it harder. Now, my Great. opinion, I'm just no, I'm I'm just watching. I'm looking at his his facial expression, his body language, and his tone. I feel like he's being sarcastic and trolling there. Like, that's not true. There's no he way is. he's showing up for a game not knowing who they're playing. There is zero chance but, that's un- the unfor- case. Unfortunately, I saw a lot of people running with that one, and I just wanted to be There's clear. no way. I just wanted to be clear here. But people I'm are going sure, Like, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure as part of his preparation, you know, as part of the team, that they watch tape. Right. I think, scout, I think Advanced scouting. There's, could you imagine that show? Who are we playing tonight? The Nets. Oh. I've heard some people in the industry take that approach to showing up to a stadium or an arena and basically not knowing who's playing. Yeah, and... we won't name names. No, no names. What, what, name what do you mean, all. like play-by-play announcers? No, just people in broadcasting in general, not play-by-play. That they or... show up for work? Show up for work. And don't know who, what it's game? It's not so much the play-by-play. It's probably more on the analyst side. If I say the name Carmelo Anthony, Dan, and, and especially post-Denver, and I asked you, who is Carmelo Anthony's biggest hater throughout his career? You would say? Just a man that, that would continually hate on Carmelo Anthony from afar. I, I, I might have checked out during that time, so I don't oh, have an no, answer. Oh, no, no, you didn't check out. That that would be one of his former coaches. Oh, George Carl. George, yeah. George Carl. Oh, okay. George Carl. Where did he go to college? George Carl? Yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. You're good. I know so, I'm good. So good. here's Mello on the podcast he appears on, 7 p.m. in Brooklyn with Mero. Uh, and he talked about the start of that relationship with George Carl when he showed up in Denver, and, and it was clear – this was going to be a bad relationship from the start. Oh, we was going to have issues. The first day he got the job. He got the job a couple days before we played Milwaukee Bucks. So the whole thing was, I'm not coaching no game. I, my first game, I wanted to be against Milwaukee Bucks. When we get to Milwaukee, after shoot around, call me to his room and tell me, hey, man, look, I think you overrated. Like, I, I, you have a lot of work. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. First sentence? He come to me and say, like, look, man, I think you overrated. We have a lot of work to do. I know I ain't, you know what I mean? I know I got a lot of work. I got a long way to go in this league. You just got here. Like, you don't need to ask no questions. I'm like, who's who? What's what? What's going on? What's the vibe? Individual meetings with every player to introduce yourself. You ain't do none of that yet. You called me. Told me I was overrated. Looked at him. All right. So, yeah, you remind me of, uh, I-, I see your role on this team. <laughs> You're more like Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> Detlef Shrimp. Detlef Shrimp, where was he? Re- he was, um, he made an appearance recently. He was at a game. It might have even been a, it might have even been a college game. Well, definitely wasn't a Seattle game. I can tell you that much. Well, there is no Seattle team. No, but did you see, did you see on that thing, uh, KD? It might have been that thing he was doing the other day with, with, with Rich Climate. Yeah. He said, like, one of his, um, ambitions for his post playing career is he hopes that Seattle has an NBA franchise and he wants to run the franchise. Nothing will bring him greater joy. KD said that? Yeah. He played in Seattle, right? right? He, he yeah, broke yeah. in with the, right. the. Um, Seattle not having a basketball team is, is not right. I agree. When they expand the NBA, you get Seattle. It's great that they have a, a hockey team. team. It's going to be Seattle and Vegas. Anyway, yeah. for his part, George, and this is not this does not read to me like a denial, but here he is quote tweeting that, "Hey, at Carmelo Anthony, let's not do this. You're telling stories that are 20 years old. Let's move forward." And you were overrated, and you wish your game was as efficient at Detlef. Let, let's Detlef. let's move on. But you were overrated, and you wish you were Detlef Shrimp. That's, that's but, but let's but let's move oh, on. I see it. But again. It doesn't read like a like a denial. Petty, petty, petty. Taking an Uber to and from your own bank robbery. Did it happen? Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. In Florida. The Florida Panthers, I was coaching. Yeah, you don't care. No. Uh, so, 
A man in a place committed a crime. Yeah, this is so RJ. A man in a place. I, I decided to take that from I RJ. I love it. Uh, the local police department, as local police departments do these days, posted a mugshot on Facebook detailing his wanted status. Here's the post. Wanted Wednesday. Anthony Akers is wanted by the Department of Corrections for failure to comply. If you have any information, please call. And they leave a phone number. Mm-hmm. In the comments, Anthony Akers responds. Calm down. I'm going to turn myself in. He responds. Where, where was this? Is on, on Twitter? Facebook, on Facebook. Facebook, okay. Uh, the police department responds, hey, Anthony, we haven't seen you yet. Our business hours are 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. Of course, <laughs> if you need a ride, you can call non-emergency, and we will pick you up. He responds, thank you, tying up a couple loose ends since I will probably be in there for a month. Should be there in the next 48 hours. <laughs> of course, people chime in. They want to know what's happening. Yeah. He turned himself in. Uh, police department responds, he has not. Anthony Akers is a man of his word. All... All a man has sometimes is his word, and it seems like you don't keep your word. Uh, the police department posts an update. Dear Anthony, is it us? Last Wednesday, we reached out to you as wanted. You replied and even said you were going to turn yourself in. We waited, but you didn't show. After you stood us up, we reached out again, this time offering you a ride. You replied and said you needed 48 hours. The weekend came and went. We are beginning to think you are not coming. Please call us anytime, and we will come to you. Anthony again responds. <laughs> Dear PD, they, they can't go. Find, they can't go get him. Apparently not. It's not you. It's this me. protocols. Apparently, I obviously have commitment issues. I apologize for standing you up, but let me take make it up to you. I will be there no later than lunchtime tomorrow. I know you have no reason to believe me, but after what I did to you, but I promise that if I don't make it on my own by lunchtime tomorrow, I will call for a ride to assist me with my commitment issues. Thank you in advance for your response. If you are patiently giving me another chance with us. I know I don't deserve it. P.S. You're beautiful. So where are we now? Uh, it has been resolved. He posted a he he later posted a picture of himself with the, uh, pressing the buzzer at the police department here for our date, sweetheart. He actually he did he did <laughs> turn funny. himself in. He actually had violated his uh, probation, but uh, he then served his his time. Nice. So I ask you where this happened. We went where or just did it happen in Florida? Did it happen in Florida? Uh, 100% yes. I'm going to say no. Really? Yeah. I'm going to say no. The rare disagreement on well, the program. Because it, se- it seems so easy to say Florida, so I'm thinking not Florida. Well, there was a lot of context to it, too. And he seems like he seems like he's too clever and bright for Florida. Wow. I'm going to say not Florida. How about you, Tom? Tie- break the tie here. I think this is Florida all the way. Oh, no. This is Uh-oh. Richland, Washington no! State. Take it. Great Northwest. Take it. The Pacific Northwest. Let's go. That's a win for me. That's a win. By the way. So confident. Because I know we're up against it here. I'm going to give you a little tease for the next segment. Remember the question that we we talked about you posed earlier about your funeral? Yeah. And whether a certain someone would be in attendance? Your wife. We have an answer. Really? We have an answer. We'll tease it. I'm I'm nervous yet excited for the answer. Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah, that's how, yeah. It, that's how it is. Nervous energy. Yes. Uh, 1-800-919-3776. Will Dan's wife be at my funeral and Rick Pitino apologizing for some things he said? Who thought you'd get that as a tease today? Next on 98.7 ESPN. All right, amigos. That means friends in Espanol. 
Friends, go see Dr. Jay Shaw. He's a double board certified pain specialist. Now, don't let your neck, your back, your joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you love to do. It's time to reclaim your active lifestyle. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at Samwell Pain. Dr. Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, and nerve pain. Dr. Shaw, also a migraine and headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, no scars, no incisions, and no downtime. Call Dr. Jay Shaw to take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without pain medications. Enjoy life completely pain-free. Same day and next day appointments available. Go to samwellpain.com. Put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Jay Shaw. Go to samwellpain.com and do it now. Regain your active lifestyle and enjoy all your favorite activities pain-free. Samuel Payne now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand new office in Englewood to serve Bergen County. Visit samuelpain.com. You'll wish you met Dr. Shaw sooner. Most major insurance is accepted. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Raymond, Dan is still pushing for the post show meal. Well, I'm leaving it out there. No, no, he's pushing. Because I'm hungry. Yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, we've been talking about this. I, I already went so far as to look at the menu. You know, like I just want to grab a quick bite. All right, listen. If if we're going to be transparent here, yeah, it's going to be a quick bite. Quick, I'm because, not saying we're going to sit down like, for lobster. No, I'm 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 just telling you because like there's so much going on for later, and like there there's different elements that are not. Normal Dude, I didn't do any of the work with. yet. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, I, I don't have. know. It's very much up in the air. I'm, I'm not sure whether I, I can make it or not. I'm just, I'm tired. And if I go with you guys, I don't get a nap today because I have a lot of things this afternoon. So it's, it's very much up in the air. No RJ, you know, is upsetting to me. So we'll have to figure it out. Um, all right. So your wife, my funeral. Yeah. She, I'm predicting she says that she's going to go. Ray? I think she would go. Tom? Just for fun, I'm going to say no. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because my funeral is great fun for you. Well, we've been talking. There's going to be a lot of things lined up for this thing. Yeah. Um, She's going. Nice. She's going. That's great. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I thought she would. I would expect her to. That's nice. I feel good about that. And I don't think it would be even like arm twisting either. Like, yeah. Well, no, it doesn't sound like it. No, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, it, yeah. that's nice. Not even like a, like I had to qualify it with something. It was just yes. That's nice. Yeah. You, you think... The station, did the station go dark for a bit of time? No. No, it's no, you know why? Because it would be no different, because we've had this happen. Like if somebody on the staff, for example, gets married, has a wedding. Right. So obviously, like you invite a lot of people, like your right. coworkers and stuff, but but somebody still has to be on. So then you ask somebody who maybe doesn't have as good of a relationship who with that person. Who, here's a question. Who doesn't go to the funeral? Now, Kay's going to say he wouldn't a, go. A, He's full of crap. He newer, would be there. Probably like newer people. Like they would, you know, find somebody like... That isn't, I don't know hasn't if, been here. I don't know if Bart goes. I don't think Bart goes. I don't think it, I mean, I like Bart. Yeah. But I never see Bart. I have very little relationship with Bart. So I'm not convinced Bart goes. I don't think Bart goes. Alan should go because Alan and I, and I don't see him much. I like him very much as well. But Alan and I have a long history here at the station together. I, I, I think that Alan would go based on association. All right, so you got Bart hosting with Pat? Probably. But Pat, Pat, I think... Pat and I get along very nicely. Are Anita we, are, are should we, go. Are we mapping out the whole day? No, not like the whole day. So we, like this one. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, so what's the morning show? Ty would want to be there. It would probably be somebody who like um, what's his name? Like Jake Assman would probably do the the Assman. Yeah, he would probably have to do the morning. So Assman does the morning. Yeah. Yes. But RJ would be at my funeral. Of Raymond at the funeral. Yeah. You're there. Rick better be there. Mm-hmm. Whole family there from DPA. What trip. words right. would you like us to say? I would want hard prepared, there. like prepared statements, or like just off the cuff, because then it might be a little bit more sincere. You, you mean like a uh, an Adrian Peterson kind of thing? Well, sometimes if you write it down, you know, you could have like bullet points. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, you guys are professional speakers, right? Like this is what you do for a living. You're on live radio on TV. So I, I think you don't have to write a full speech, but if you had some notes and you want to say, listen, these are some of the thoughts with Dave Raymond, I would certainly would want, I would want this to be like a little bit of fun. Yeah. Some, some comedy, you know, and then maybe end it with a, and I, and I loved him kind of thing. I think you would be able to still get by for the day. Like on terms of the station, like you'd be able so, to fill so the Assman slot. solo, maybe ask. No, you'd have to ask man and Maria. Okay, because Maria and I like a Maria very much, and I've met her a couple times. I don't know her very well, so ask man and Maria is your morning. Well, she's show. doing a show tomorrow night solo. 
So nice. she could be, you know what I'm saying? So she, it's, I think from John's standpoint, yeah. like if John better be there, I'll well, tell you that. John will be there. Yeah. But like John trying to put the puzzle pieces together, I think he's just trying to fill slots at that point. All right. Because he knows so he's options, putting on the, like the ratings of the day. Right. His hands are tied. He just wants programming. You're filling. Right, so how about this? How about this? This is mm-hmm. a big one too. What time of year? What month are we talking? I got, I hope it's not football season. Imagine if, I'll tell you what. Dave would be so I'll, angry if you checked out myself, their football I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I die. Football season. Funeral on a Sunday. Please don't go. Here's another please, thing, though. I'm, please don't go. And this is whatever month of the year it is, too. If it's a Saturday. You can't do a, a Jewish funeral on a Saturday. Says it's who? Sabbath. Oh, because it's a Sabbath. It says who? Abraham. <laughs> Steve. Right now. It's because you can't do them on a Saturday. So Friday night, Saturday, off limits. Because if it was a Saturday, that would make the programming thing a lot easier. Then you only got to worry about like two shows. So what do you think? Be- what do you think the midday show is going to be? Bart and Pat. Yes. And then I know Michael's going to say, "No, I would do the show." I, I, down to my core, think Michael goes to the funeral. No, what time is the funeral? It's morning, probably right. Morning, so they can. But, That's what I mean. They, then after that, I think you're good. But their show would now take a hit. Like it wouldn't be the fun jovial show. It would be like all right. No. I think they'd get by. You, no, I don't think so. Are we talking a football Friday? I think Don broken up. Football Friday? Yeah. I think there's enough to carry you through. You think you they, just, the they, avo- they avoid? They avoid the funeral. You you think they leave no. the show with the funeral? Yes. You do. You you have to. You have to. <laughs> All right. Here's what I'm envisioning. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Is that okay? You okay with ten o'clock? Great with ten. Listen, I'm dead. It doesn't matter to me. No, I think you. I think you're talking about all these other qualifications. I think you want even. You're, you're John about says the time. he'll be there, and he demands to speak at the funeral. John speaks. Yeah. John. John and I are very ask, close. Ask John. Oh, I got the text too. I didn't see it. Ask John if um. Well, John's listening. John, are you going to um? Do you want to eat today? John might be here already. Like he might be no, like he's, in his he's not here. If he was here, he'd be in here. No, but not on the air. While we're on the air, he can't come in. All right, so all right, 10 o'clock funeral. 10 o'clock funeral. Till about 11, 11.30? Well, with all the speakers, maybe till noon. Oh, I forgot an answer. See, I'm trying, I'm thinking like the viewing, the funeral, or we're talking funeral. All right, no, 10 no, to view, noon. I don't want to be viewed. Okay, 10 to noon. 10 to noon. Repass. That goes till about two-ish. So if you're- What's the- repass? Like the after, where the, you, it's usually oh, at a, call, a restaurant a or a shiva a, okay. in the Jewish religion. In ours, it's a repast. Okay. So um, that let's say that goes to about two. Right. That means from a K-show standpoint, three o'clock, plenty of time to, they, even if it's closer to their homes, they could work remotely that day. Right. But they could be on the air for three o'clock. Yeah. But, I, but then I, you're good to go the rest of the day. Yeah. I got to think they're broken up, though. I got to think they're doing the show. All you have to worry about is this show and the midday show. How do you fill those slots? Because right. that's during. <laughs> I Dur- can't during my, fun- during my funeral. This. Yeah. So Larry does the show at night. Yeah. Anita, if she has a show at night, n- a non-issue. Right, because she can be at the funeral in the morning. So it's and, this show, midday show. And again, think about it. If it is during a certain time of year, we might have a game that night, which makes it a lot. Of, ooh, then that complicates things for him, for Ray. No, Ray has to be at my funeral. No, he'll be. They'll, it'll be fine. He'll be. He'll be there. He'll be. There. Ray, here's the thing. I don't care we're done if by you two have o'clock. a Knicks we're and Rangers game the night of. I expect you there. I won't be mad at you for expecting that. I, and honestly, I, I would. I would make it. I would make it happen. Even no, if, I, even if I had. Even if I had to do all those things, I'd. I'd be there. Good. I'm glad. Do you think? Because your dad and I have a like kind of a nice relationship too. Do you think that he would go? That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I, I think your sure. dad very upset if I passed. 
His dad was talking smack about you. Well, I think no, we no. have a love-hate relationship. Because of the, of the, the Michael, Michael chimed in. The Michael? Michael K. Oh, okay. He said, I'd be inconsolable. I don't know if he'd be inconsolable. The question now becomes, does he do the show that day? No, he does you, the show. You think so? Well, how about this? How about this? Yes. What if he's got a Yankee game that night? Is he doing the Yankee game? Is he so, no, no, because Mike, 100%. Michael, if, if you're going to be that inconsolable for Dave's loss, that means he probably can't go on the air and do the Yankee game. Here's a, an interesting tweet from Keith Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Do a live remote from the funeral. Wow. Live from the Rothenberg funeral. Right. We're like live from, here from the Gorman funeral home. From the lobby. Maybe right in the, the now, nook. Now, are, are, are we doing, well, you say the we funeral like, home. The ra- Rabbi, you just performed Rothenberg's funeral. Let's have him on. Well, Is it right? going to be at the this, funeral this, home or like at a synagogue? All, this would all have to come funeral together home. like very quick. Oh, then I'm well, thinking something totally different. Yeah, yeah we my, do him at the funeral home. My understanding, Dave, is that th- this all ha- would have to happen like very quickly. Well, right? it, j- the Jewish religion buries the past immediately. Immediately. Very quickly. Yeah. So, like, you die today. Today's what? Wednesday? No, today's Thursday. Thursday. That becomes ish- an issue because you can't do. You can't do really tomorrow. You can't do Saturday. So now you're looking at a Sunday morning. So well, that, that, that throws the quick of, out the window. Why can't you do tomorrow? That's a lot of the Because you can't die today and do the funeral tomorrow. You just said it was quick. Not it's a that, day. So not, you're like rewriting not, not the Jewish animals. religion. No, you're not animals. You can't do it that quickly. But that's what you said. You die at a Wednesday, Friday morning funeral. Okay, so all right. And it's not the next day then. Um, John tweets him, if anyone in your household truly loves you, if your fu- funeral is on a football Sunday... <laughs> You set up TVs at the funeral. Winthrop pays for the YouTube TV to make it, make it accessible for everybody. Wait, if anyone in your household truly loves you, then if your funeral's on a football Sunday, yeah. <laughs> set up TV. She, and she, Sherry chiming in. Ray, she wants you to bring the coffee. Family coffee. No, oh, Anthony, likes An- Anthony coffee. Pusick will bring the coffee. No, no but Ray, Ray has a, a oh, family, the family No, but for our, with our jet stuff, with yeah. the, Anthony, Anthony and or Ray Dinahan would bring the box of Joe for us for That's Sundays. fine. I'd like donuts. You're done. Great. Donuts. And apple tartlets. Yeah. But you got, we need something to cook them in. You can't, you we'll can't. We'll have an oven. Oh. Off to the side. And a kiln if you want to do pottery. No, we need to do pot- what do we need to do pottery? <laughs> I don't know. There's there's options. Options. What are we doing now? <laughs> what is I it, told you. Think about it. What I is this, like this an art for a, the kids? I want this to be a fun funeral. It's going to be like arts and crafts for the kids off the side. We're going to have like a clown and we're going to have like a petting zoo in the back. So yeah, basically, I, I think we're good to go from a station standpoint. We'd be able to do it. I don't know about the live remote thing, though, from the... the no? You would, would Maybe you they really take want it live, like, like, like a press conference. Now let's go live to the rabbi. I think in hindsight, you wouldn't like the live remote because you're taking away from the significance of your accomplishments. But I think the people, the masses that have come to appreciate me over the years would want to but that's be like what the in on, the room. But that, No, no, no. That's what the on-air stories are about, right? I mean, think about it. There have been some dignitaries. We don't get to see their funerals. Yeah, but a president dies and you get to see the funeral. That's a, but think about like the great sports figures or this. We don't see their funerals. The Mickey Mantle funeral, Bob Costas, the whole thing. It's beautiful. Muhammad Ali, you see everything. Did they have the Muhammad Ali funeral? Yeah, that? absolutely. That was the summer, though. There was nothing going on in the summer. Oh, but, well, maybe mine's in the summer. A downtime. Do you want it to be in the summer? I don't care. Do you have a preference? I don't want to die in football season. All right, so non-football season. Right after. February. I want to go in February. It's a very slow time of year. Let's break. We'll come back. Funeral conversation. Rick Pitino conversation. 1-800-919-3776 from superchargers, exhaust kits, and more. eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die. How about this? Alive. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 1-800-919-3776. Oh, and we're, we're so close to the... The West Coast Open as well. You've done nothing. I got to figure out. I need, <laughs> yeah. I need, Tom, the te- oh, he's got the template. On 9870 SPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. All right, can we take a moment and reflect on my life, please? He, he broke out the Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Remember the Lilith Fair when that was a thing? Yeah. Yeah, she was like a driving force of that. It was very it was feminine, like a 90s thing. Feminine, like, oh, power. Absolutely. It was like ahead of its time. Yeah. It's like Woodstock for women. Chris Jensen sends in a tweet. He said, you do realize you guys are now talking this into existence. No, I think you'll be all right. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not overly concerned. But No, but I am going to be concerned. Like, I'm going to probably have to, like, text you later today to make sure you're okay. How awful would you feel if I died today? Like, inconsol- inconsolable. Like, therapy... Medication. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that I could come back here. No, we're done. No, Ray, we're we're literally done. In all seriousness, we're done. Like, and, I, and Rick would never get to host like a final show with me. You talk about guilty conscience. You'd feel. You'd feel. My ho- my life would be like. I don't know how I would just continue on doing anything. I don't know if you're being serious or not. Your family would hate me. They would. They would literally like well, point the finger at me. You've done nothing. Your to... boys would probably put a hit out on us. No, at some you've point done later nothing, on. though. No, but we we are talking this. Yeah, please, if you're a believer in that, I'm not. I don't know why you keep giving me the middle finger though when you adjust no, your God. glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice this, Ray? Show Ray the way well, you adjust. I, could... I was like this, like I... like this. Yeah. Okay. So I could see. I could see why Dave might be. A well, you know what? It's happened like all day. Every time I, he's like, yeah, no, because uh-huh. there's, the, the, that's the spot you have to adjust the glasses because I, I have. The, I can't the tell you how much I wish that we were being streamed right now. 
Uh, but he keeps like this. Yes, I can see that. I can see like, uh, <laughs> you doing stop, it. Stop doing that. And you do it repeatedly. Stop. But stop you don't have it. you don't have glasses. I do I was, have. I don't have them on. Yeah. I have glasses. I actually like, brought my contacts today. I'm gonna. I was nice. gonna put them on at some point. Uh, Rick Pitino. So, I'm a Georgetown fan. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. I said it yesterday. I said if you guys beat St. John's tonight, I said, oh my god, I can't imagine how bad right. that'll be. And of course, because Georgetown is one in four. You got you got dudes conference. on your team that are wearing like long sleeve t shirts under their jersey. We are running out so, there like it's like it's the YMCA. It's it's funny, it's like St. John's fans think that uh that Patino's done a, a poor job in year one. I mean Ed Cooley. Yeah, has, but you knew it was gonna be a tough year. We knew it was gonna be a tough year. But this is the, the, the one win is against DePaul. Well, that's what I said. And Tom, Tom and I were talking about that before the show. I said the only thing saving Georgetown from the basement is just DePaul, which is regularly. And they play in a what should be a thriller on Saturday in Chicago. And I think DePaul has a real chance to get that one. They're they're literally just opening up the doors that day and anybody could come in. You don't need a, a ticket. A, a, anybody. I, yeah. My funeral will have more people than DePaul and uh, Georgetown this weekend. Oh, it's documented. Um, but So St. John's wins. Yeah. And I, I, you know, the more I think about it, the the w- worse I feel about what Patino said the other day. Like, w- what are you doing? These are all your guys. It's your it's your job. How dare like you you want these guys to put everything on the line for you, and you have the audacity to take shot. They're not very good, and they they can't move this way, and they can't do that. Terrible. Here is Patino last night after the game, kind of walking it back uh, quite a bit uh, after they beat Georgetown. I went home, talked to my wife, and came back and I said to my staff, anybody in the guys, any of them upset? I said, a couple of feelings of hurt. So I immediately went in the team and told them, I absolutely love you guys. I would never, ever want to embarrass you, but it's my bad. I'm at fault. I should have never mentioned anybody by name. I didn't mean it. I was trying to talk typical clinic talk like I do. The slowest player in the league at the NBA is Jokic. He can't move laterally. Some of the greatest players I've coached can't move laterally. So I didn't think that's a big deal, but I should never, ever mention a name. I'm a veteran coach. I tell every young coach in the business, show class when you win, show class when you lose, give the other team credit. I've been really, really frustrated this year for a lot of different reasons, but understand something. I recruited this man. I recruited this man. My staff did not recruit these guys. It was all me. And I'm really, really proud to have them, but I totally apologize to them for doing that. Here's how I see it. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. Someone got in the ear of Rick Pitino and said, you're a fool. You can't say that kind of stuff. Correct it after the game tonight. Administration, I'm sure a player or two probably had something to say. And how about the staff? I'm sure he had conversations behind closed doors with members of that coaching staff because, again, most in, in college basketball, all right, yeah, you have assistant coaches, but there's like nine gazillion assistant coaches, and the majority of them are there for one reason and one reason only, Dave. It's not for X's and O's. It's to recruit. It's to build relationships or to take advantage of the relationships you have on the AAU, the high school level. It's about bringing in players. So you know that some of those relationships— Right. Are, well, how would Patino be able to do all this by himself at, what is he, 70 years of age? The guy was coaching another program last year. So you mean in that one— he was never going to leave ever. Right, never going to leave I, I, ever. I, it was his final job. I, it was his know, final you know, stop. Can, can we stop with that nonsense, yeah. too? Yeah. I understand why you would want another job— after Iona. I get it. But stop with the song and dance of I'll never take another job. So everything you say is complete crap, really, in reality. Don't all coaches kind of which talk I understand, out of their you know Which what? I understand. Right. Bottom, look, and you're never going to give it up. The money is too good. The, you know, it's in your blood. You have that, just that, that, that insatiable will to compete. But I'm sure that there were 
coaches that didn't take too kindly to those comments because they had a hand in bringing in players. It's not the head coach. The head coach is not going out on the road, you know, and with a rent-a-car, with a map like you're watching Blue Chips, you know, Nick Nolte going down to wherever to so, recruit So you're telling Shaquille me that, he, that all of his players, he was angry and frustrated and annoyed and no lateral speed two days ago, and now they, they beat George down, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I realized the error in my way? Stop it. Yeah. It's it's so transparent. Well, because he tried, and, and he even doubled down the next day, remember? Like you're when he met like, the media you, the next day. Do you want to walk it back? No. No, yeah. No. No. And that, but the next day, he can't believe that he would say all these things. Well, I mean, think about what he said. You know, the most unenjoyable experience of my life. Okay, well, that doesn't portray too kindly on the guys you have on your team and your program. Could you imagine saying that? The most? Could you imagine if I said on the air on, on Monday to realize, like, honestly, Rick, like being serious, that was last week's shows with Dan were the most unenjoyable. Why would anybody ever say well, that? Well, think about the ramifications, too. Not only for. You, you're going to want to do the show with me next time Rick is out? Exactly. So if you're looking at other guys in college basketball in the transfer portal, which you know is going to happen after the season, right? They're going to give St. John's a second look. Well, why do I want to play for that lunatic who's going to trash me every chance he gets? I don't care if he's in the Hall of Fame That's or not. Right. Right? And we talk about now, like, NBA, you got, you got to really treat these guys with kid gloves. Like, it's it's a different era. Well, I got I got news for you. It's a different era in college, too. Yep. You can't be taking the microphone. You can't be Bobby Knight. Right? You can't, this Mm-mm. guy sucks, and this guy's a disaster, and I think he's a bum, and now he's not going to play. Guys leave. I mean, guys will leave like that. Guys leave. Guys one will and leave done. like that. Let's go to D in Queens. What's up, D? How you doing, buddy? What's going on? Yeah, I'm, you know, when they talk, when all these, um, what's his name? Nick Saban, all these bozos talk about NIL. Rick Pitino is the poster boy for NIL. Because if he said that publicly, imagine what these coaches say behind closed doors. There's a reason P.J. Carlissimo got what he deserved. I'm sorry. He might be one of you guys' colleagues from Latrell Sprewell because he didn't know how to talk to grown men. Stop, stop, stop it. You're Latrell Sprewell. You cannot physically attack a guy. Give me a break. No, 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 no. That's wrong. No, no. He was wrong. But you don't talk to grown people a certain way, plain and simple. And even if someone's 18, if they're 18, they're grown. If they could go fight in the army and kill people for you know, and, 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 or, you know, in the army or whatever, they're a grown person. You don't talk to people a certain way. You know, like you can't be disrespectful to people. Part of the reason Bill Belichick is not coaching right now, he doesn't know how to talk to people, and he's the greatest coach of our era. You have to show people respect. Well, I think there's a difference like was, between knowing how to talk to people and acting like an absolute jackwagon, Belichick too. didn't change the way he coached when he was winning Super Bowls to how he coached the last three four years. He didn't have as good of players, and that's why they didn't win. And that's why he's not coaching the Patriots right now, because they don't win anymore. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that that's all that accurate. Jose in Massachusetts. Hi, Jose. Hi, how are you? Good. Dave. What's going on? Good. Good, yeah. I wanted to ask you, what happened if Donald Greco is having a road game, let's say, in the Dallas Stars, or if it's in the summer, Michael K is having a road game in in Boston. And I go, they won't, they won't, they won't be able to make it to to your funeral. Do they uh, get a pass for that? I I don't know. I mean, Don, well, you have to know. It's your the, decision. That's not my decision. Yeah, you're the one. Oh, do I give them a pass? Yes, yeah, well, exactly. Uh, no, I think they should be at my funeral, even if they're on the road. They're away, so they would leave their obligation on the well, road. They've already traveled. Something happens, God forbid. Right. Okay. Do, do, do they openly like? That's right. Like, Don finds Yankees, out one o'clock on a Saturday. Yankees Dave's dead. Game in Ottawa that night. Funeral going to be tomorrow morning. He can't make it back. Yankees, Mariners, K's out there. 
Is he? Are you expecting him to fly cross country back for the funeral and give up the rest of the series? No, I'll tell you what you do. So here's the and, and how about this? How about this? Yeah. And right after Seattle, Yankees are heading south, going to L.A. to take on the Dodgers. Ray Dinahan chimes in. Yeah. Barton Hans producer said they set up a Zoom for Michael to watch out in Seattle. Do you give the same credit with a Zoom as far Here, as here's being what I'd person? Ex- I would expect. Because that's kind of like a cop-out. You do, Unless the, you're you do the Zoom, yeah. and then in the Jewish religion, we have something called a shiva, yeah. which like f- three or four the days sitting, after, yeah. you sit shiva, you eat food, you reminisce about the person, then he shows up to an, an evening of shiva. Because usually they set up those Zooms now for like elderly people who like can't get out right. and, and get a... I, I think you, know. you Zoom in, and then you show up for a shiva, and you're good, in my book. And then you're good. And now what I've got for you is a word from True Green. Are you ready to elevate your lawn game without breaking the bank? True Green has been the trusted choice for over 2 million homeowners for over 55 years. Visit TrueGreen.com today and discover the easiest and most affordable way to achieve a pro-level lawn completely guaranteed. Plus, enjoy True Green's verified price matching, ensuring you get the best lawn for the best price. Visit TrueGreen.com and transform your lawn effortlessly. That's TrueGreen.com. Your dream lawn is just around the corner. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.